0: Hello, hello. Today's episode with Dr. Elise Rigney is a long one, but a really good one. She and I have have so much in common. So, we chatted for a long time and we chatted about a bunch of different stuff, which I will tell you about here in just a second. But before I tell you about this, I wanted to make sure that you saw that I'm actually doing a live cohort of the Holistic Marketing Hub for the first time since 2020 the reason i'm doing it live is because uh the curriculum needs to be updated meaning like the virtual classrooms that are inside holistic marketing hub need to be updated to reflect just some changes of instagram in 2023 and things we've learned with you know we actively run 28 accounts and so i always say that's what gives us an edge over other social media marketers because we, we're not just like some one big influencer account who you know quote made it years ago and now we're like oh this is this is what works because honestly, that's that's not what works for the majority of people. So yeah, we've learned a lot through running a bunch of different accounts consistently. And I want to apply that everything I've learned into the holistic marketing hub curriculum. I'm actually going to be recording it live um, starting July 21st. So the day this airs, it's Tuesday. So you'll have two days from the time you're listening to this to hop in to holistic marketing hub. Before I close enrollment until the fall, you can use the promo code live and you'll get $200 off I normally run a promo code for $100 off just by listening to the podcast. but This is actually going to be $200 off. Use the code live. And just as a reminder, even if you can't be on live to see me like record these new virtual classrooms, that's fine. They'll live inside the, the hub. And a lot of people, I was just actually talking to somebody in my email inbox today who's like, I don't have time to implement a program. That's fine. A lot of people purchase Holistic Marketing Hub just to use all of the crazy amounts of ready to post, copy, paste, Instagram, and Facebook captions. So okay, anyway, back to the episode. Dr. Elise and I talk about so many things, but one of the main things we talk about is how she runs a clinic. um, I think it's is it four or five docs. And she talks about how they run their marketing meeting and how they divvy out all of their different marketing tasks to each of the doctors. She talks about the agenda of her meeting. And she also talks about how they break out their Instagram content, which is really cool. It's like a different way than I've ever thought to do it. And she just has a, she's just like a wealth of knowledge. So I think you're really going to enjoy this episode as per usual, please screenshot, tag me, put on your stories. Love ya. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Holistic Marketing Simplified, a podcast for health and wellness professionals looking to simplify their marketing. I'm your host, Molly Cahill, and this podcast is brought to you by Holistic Marketing Hub, our hybrid program that supports you with personalized coaching, caption templates, and virtual classrooms. In this program, we teach health and wellness professionals how to fish, but we also bait their hook. Head to holisticmarketinghub.com to learn more and use code podcast for $100 off. You can find full show notes, resources, and more at mollycahillcom slash podcast. Dr. Elise, I'm so honored to have you on the show today. I can't, we were just talking off camera for like 20 minutes. I cannot believe this is the first time we've met. I know. I know. It was, <laughs>
1: yeah. Cross caps on Instagram
0: multiple times. Yeah. But yeah. Mutual have, friends. Yeah. A lot of mutual connections. So I'm so honored to be talking to you today and the reigning Mrs. Fort Collins. Like, I mean, that's pretty cool too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. They just asked if I want to come back for Mrs. Colorado competition next year. And I'm like, it's a pageantry is no joke. It's oh, it's a lot. It's another like I did part-time it. job. Did you? Oh, I uh-huh. didn't. So I was like, whoa, this is More than I was anticipating.
0: Yeah. I don't want to like get too far off topic, but that's actually on my um in my Slack channel. I have like a Molly content ideas. And one of my content, one of my posts and emails I want to write is about when I was in the Miss Shelby County pageant, which is like a preliminary to Miss Alabama, which is preliminary to Miss America. And I was like in there with the pros, you know? And it was, I was a joke. Like it was hilarious. And Uh. They asked me on stage, um, if I could have any superpower, what would it be and why? And I said, and I used to sound a lot more Southern I'm from Alabama, but we lived in San Diego for six years and we've lived. So anyway, I was like, well, I guess I always thought birds were neat. So
1: I'd want (laughs) to (laughs) fly. That's so sweet and innocent. It is.
0: I literally had like, imagine a high school auditorium, like two rows full of friends and family. And they were all just like, jaw dropped. Like, you,
1: I think that's sweet. I know. I think it's the interview for us is 50% of your score. And so afterwards, like they go through, the director goes through all of your judges notes. And she said to me, she's like, you would have made top five if you would have worn different earrings to your interview. And that was, yeah, that for me was like, okay, so it's not off of my character values, like community building I've done it is that I wore the wrong earrings to interview, which were chosen by my coach too. So that's I'm like, ridiculous. okay, yeah. That was kind of what made me not want to go back yet. Cause I'm like, I got to shake that one off because yeah, that's, that's just dumb. not, you know, not what I anticipated. No, that's dumb.
0: So for those of you who, if you're in the chiropractic world, you probably know Dr. Elise Rigney, but if you're, if you happen to not, or if you're on the health, I have a lot of health and life coaches, functional medicine, um acupuncture who listens so tell us a little bit about you and your story
1: yeah, thank you. So, I'm a chiropractor. I actually do not see patients anymore. I haven't for the last couple of years um, for multiple reasons. I love business and mm-hmm. entrepreneurism, and I'm into a lot of other business endeavors outside of chiropractic too, and then do consulting. But the big reason is I have three little kids right now too. So, I have a three year old, a five year old, and an eight year old. That's what
0: I was going to ask how old they are. I only have yes. a six year old. And it's so funny. I always thought I wanted two. And after having one, I was like, no, oh, okay, I can't. I'm done. This
1: is <laughs> I would love, I mean, when my, my oldest has always been like my little bestie. And so I'm like, I'm, i I love kids. so I'm happy. I would adopt more too. If, you know, if it makes sense in the future, but so that was kind of what part of the reason I have like changed up the way that I practice and really have gone outside the chiropractic profession in multiple ways to bring back innovative ideas to the chiropractic profession. So I think that is what, has kind of um, made me stand out a little bit more because I grew up as far as like, uh, not in chiropractic, but I started as a CA and -hmm. then went to chiropractic school. And I was a CA at a vitalistic practice. There were three owners. So I basically had three bosses, three doctors there. Um, And they were who inspired me to become a chiropractor and helped me see more of that adio principle about down inside out and how the body heals itself. And so when I got to chiropractic school, I started the Green Books Club. I was in practice management groups right away. I just knew I was going to be owning my own practice in the future. So that um, I think is where more of like that love for business. And my dad was like a serial entrepreneur, never had like a big success moment, but owned multiple businesses. And so I just always knew there was a lot of like potential there. And so now um, I've got two practices and I'm going to be doing a cohort actually in January to open up another Five to ten other practices, I partner in on them, and then um, doctor the doctors buy me out. But we've got a whole vitalistic group, and our practices are we are all truly pediatric practice or doctors, I would say. Uh, I know we talked about this a little bit, but so yeah. we've gotten our CACCP, and if you've gone through the ICPA, the CACCP is like the highest level yep. of pediatric training you can possibly do. And it's really freaking hard to get. I would say I took the, I wrote my exam during my maternity leave with my second. And then I'm perinatal certified, which is a brand new certification through the ICA. I was one of the first to complete that. And then Webster certified as well. So um, mommies and babies and then corrective care chiropractic as well for those who aren't pregnant, but um, adults and more vitalistic chiropractic care. And so at our Fort Collins location, which is like my foundation practice, mm-hmm there's five chiropractors there. I'm included in that. So I'm not seeing patients. So it's more like four that see patients. Um, And then in my Loveland location, we've got one and a half doctors there. So my partner, Dr. Laura is the main doctor there. And then she's brought in one of, so one of our Fort Collins doctors is actually part-time between the two. So, and we're all women and we're all, we've all gone through four of us have completed CACCP And the other two, that's part of like, when I bring on doctors, part of the expectation that they sign off on that, they will be completing that as well, just because we want to care for babies to the highest level possible. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I have to ask, you aren't seeing patients anymore yet. You still completed all of these hours and hours of certifications and trainings.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's important to me because I really, I mentor a lot of chiropractors and then it's just important to me to always stay on top of my game with chiropractic, you know? And so um, I started my CACCP, the trainings in 2010, and then I ended up like not completing the full thing, started having babies. They got new instructors. I traveled. It was funny. Cause I got on the phone with Jeannie Ohm in like 2017, I think it was. And she goes, I think you've done more hours with the ICPA than any other doctor, because <laughs> I'd like, I had, um, Monica Berger, which is more like, um, her teaching was more like neurosensory kiddos with like ADHD and autism. And it was an amazing training. And then Drew Rubin took over. So if you're a chiropractor, you know these names, but Drew Rubin took over that course. So then I couldn't complete my CACCP without having the update because it was new exam questions. So then I went and took Drew Rubin's course, which was phenomenal. And it's called like the ABCs of chiropractic or something like the alphabet soup of chiropractic. So it's similar topic, but totally different what he discussed in it. And so it was just like, took me a while to get through all the trainings to go take the exam. And then you had to do at the time, research with the National Institute of Health. So two research studies, which that's changed a little bit. So I feel like I've gone through like all the iterations of ICPA and finally passed that exam in 2018. And I was still part-time in practice then. So I was seeing okay. patients in I that. But then when they came up with a perinatal certification, I was like, oh, I'm doing this. Like, because yeah. then I can go again, I can mentor and I can train and help support. And I always want to have my hand on the pulse, even if I'm not in that like day-to-day with patients.
0: Yeah. So to keep this episode from being two hours long, because I could already tell you you and I could talk forever, we are going to focus in on your monthly marketing meeting, which I think is so cool because just so, and we kind of talked about this before I hit record, but a lot of my audience, my people are like, they're either just starting out or they maybe have a big practice or they, they can't keep a solid front desk person or. It's always like, I'm overwhelmed. It's too much. I don't have time to do this. And so I'll, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like marketing a lot of times just gets put on the back burner, or it's an offhanded, like, oh, my front desk is gonna do my social media and like full stop. That's it Yeah. That's it. Where it's like, it's so much more than that. But you as the CEO, as the the quote talent, so to speak, like you don't have to be the one doing all this. So right. let's talk about your monthly marketing meeting. And then maybe if you would be open to talking about some ways of like getting that support.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's funny. Cause you can see this happen on social media too, of like clinics who will be like on for like a month or three uh-huh. months. And then all of a sudden ghost and you're like, what yeah. happened to them? Yeah. And it's totally like, yeah, it is like the last I've been guilty of that for years. It's like the last thing it's a thing that can like go to the back burner when you get really busy in other areas of your life, right? So we found to have the consistency in our marketing meeting keeps us accountable to this. So I am big on meetings in general. I got that from, and systems from traction. So anyone who has, hasn't looked into like traction or EOS systems, if you're planning to grow and scale your team, for me, building my practices was it not being about me. I And I've been really intentional with that on social media for 10 years. Sorry,
0: let me pause you. You wanna tell, I love EOS too. You wanna tell people what that is really quickly?
1: Oh, sure. Traction EOS systems are, um, there's a lot of components to it, but it's a way to like systematize and structure your business. So it integrates into all different businesses, but they have great meeting agendas. So I like their level 10 leadership agenda. And you can just Google that. You don't need to hire a coach or anything like that. I would recommend reading traction. They've got great online resources too. But it will help you get organized as far as like roles in your practice, KPIs, which are key performance indicators. Like Just as you grow and scale to have all of that, it's really if you hired an integrator into your practice, it's like having an integrator who came in to bring your vision to life for those who like aren't visionaries. It's very helpful, I would say, because I'm, you can tell just from you and I on this podcast, like I could just talk and have ideas and lots of idea generating, but it's like, if I don't have systems of like traction systems in place or EOS systems, it is, um, not gonna get executed. It won't, it'll be like a lot of fun discussion but it's not gonna happen. So getting a meeting agenda, even for us, like our our Monday meetings, our team meetings, our doctor's meetings, all of that is really systematized. So our marketing meeting we do um, consistently. So it's pre-booked out on our Google calendar that everyone can see in office. It's the third, it's the second to last. Okay, it depends. It's the Wednesday, last Wednesday of the month. But if that's going to fall on like the 30th or 31st, we move it up a week because we don't want to be like planning our marketing calendar the day before that month would start in place. So it's usually the last Wednesday of the month and it's for now 60 minutes. It used to be 90 minutes. So we've evolved. And when I started, when I brought this agenda in, I had actually brought in um, a paid intern from our university who was an influencer on YouTube and on TikTok herself. And she's 19 years old and totally different um, niche of what she was an influencer in, but she knew how to do stuff, right? Like she knew like the importance of, she just, instead of just hiring someone young, it was like, okay, I'm hiring someone who's doing this for themselves. She was making money on TikTok and YouTube. And um, it was great. So we brought her in, but she definitely needed expectations. So I laid out expectations for her And the evolution of the platforms has been what's shifted us a lot. We used to have a lot of content going out on Instagram specifically. So we had to, and I know you already talk about this in your podcast and with your clients, but like obviously narrowing in on who your ideal patient avatar is, knowing that and then knowing what platforms they're on and then figuring out for us, we still want to repurpose content multiple ways. So I was on TikTok in 2019. And so I got our clinic on in 2019. 20 or 2021, and right away we got over 10,000 followers yeah. from like one of our videos, and that's not always helpful for a brick and mortar, right? No. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, this is a discussion. I know Lauren Brunswick will have too, like on how it's not always great to go viral, depending yeah. on
0: you know yeah. your purpose
1: for all of this. But it was nice to get on TikTok, and even now there's Lemonade, which is TikTok's sister. And it's nice to get on those, grab your handles and then start getting followers when it's easier to get followers, I would say, versus when it's more pay to play, which is, you know, when you see Instagram algorithms changing and stuff, we've just had to shift a lot of it. So my, per- my point with this is like, what I would have told you probably a year ago would be very different than how our marketing yeah. meeting is now. It used to require 90 minutes. Um, and now, because we had a reel go out every single day. And mm-hmm. now we do reels twice a week. And okay. we've done, we've had all the in- the hashtags have changed and how we do all of that. And mm-hmm. so I definitely think like hiring someone like you or just someone who can stay in the know of what's changing yeah. and even paying attention to updates that come out that Adam theory puts out and knowing exactly like those shifts is important because you can be rocking it. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, we need to pivot. We don't need pivot. to do yeah. these reels like this anymore. Or we used to go live we used to be big on like having our lives and then we would do lives with other partnerships and collaborators like uh, pelvic floor PT in town yeah. mm-hmm. and we'd get on at the same time. So then each followers could see who was following. So I can talk about collaborations too. in cause we go through that in a marketing meeting, but I'll start out with marketing meeting agenda. So our marketing team has ranged from anyone who's helping on marketing. Cause we want to divvy out. I'm talking to social media marketing specifically, I guess I should say we want to divvy out. So even like our stories, what we typically do is have our stories where Dr. Courtney has Mondays, Dr. Amy has Tuesdays, Dr. Heather has Wednesdays. So like we can divvy that out. So it's changing faces of who's on there, changing voice. And then also it's not one person who has to constantly create content for a certain area. Um, And then we have our feed posts, which we will write leads. So we will have Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday right now, I believe it used to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, where we would have Mondays be cold leads that we'd copyright to, Wednesdays would be warm lead copywriting, and then Thursdays would be hot lead copywriting. And so we would have content divvied out like that as well. i never ago.
0: thought to separate it out that way. That's really, I have my own, like my own way of teaching content rotation, but I love that. Love we that. have
1: We have like this content Bible Excel spreadsheet that oh. we would like, we go through. And so it's like, we can change them to, to be like a pain point or a testimony or um, technology that we have in the office. Like it's Mm -hmm. got us to think outside. Like when we started doing this, it was a few years ago. And I remember like one of the ones we did was like my favorite podcast on health that I was listening to. And so we had me with like, like wired headphones or whatever, listening to a podcast. And that was the photo. And it was like, Oh, we used to only take like photos in the clinic. And now it's been like, and community is one of our core values. So like making sure we're getting community photos too. Like there's just a lot of looking at your core values and then your ideal patient avatar. And then for us, the content pillars, and are we writing to cold leads, hot leads, or warm leads? And then that's how we start to get our content together, but okay. I've got to go to the agenda because I haven't done this yet. So in the agenda, (laughs) we start right away. The first five to six minutes are a recap of last month. So our main leader in the marketing meeting, she will recap what performed well last month, update us on stats, new patients that were scheduled from different marketing initiatives we did, posts that brought in new patients, statistics from anything we've done in the community as well. And then we report where our follower count is on Instagram, on TikTok, subscribers on YouTube. And then if there's a viral video talking about that, highest view counts, what performed well, and then why. So we want to figure out, like if we did a giveaway with other businesses in town and it was like, like these pages and share and then comment and tag your friend, that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff, those posts usually do really well. So we can be like, oh, it's because of this, but you have to be intentional who you do that with too. Um, For us, we have, we're one of the top follower accounts and all of ours are organic followers. Mm -hmm. Um, And even when you look at your statistics, you can see like they line up with our ideal client avatar as far as like age and location and all of that, when you look at your Instagram statistics. But so for us, we're really attractive for other businesses to partner with. So I think positioning your business on Instagram or whatever platform you're on, as you have Orange Theory coming after you, you have like big name business, Lululemon. Lululemon actually doesn't have, they have like a secret local page here, but they can't have their own page. Um, Same with Athleta. Who's here, Athleta has like a secret like Foco women's community page but it can't say Athleta, but it is Athleta. So there's like different partnerships, like big companies though, that will seek us out to do giveaways and collabs. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say like everything I'm going through, like there is like, it's a long game. Social media to me is a long game too. It's not, yes, you can come up with some that could like get quick, like new patients. We always have links. Oh, that's the other thing. Our links on YouTube, our links on TikTok, our links on Pinterest, our links on Instagram are their own acuity scheduling link that gets them to our schedule to book a new patient appointment, but we can track where they came from that way. And that way, if I set up KPIs, so if I have a team member who's just, I have one team member on TikTok. And so if someone comes in from a TikTok special, she gets bonus and we can easily track her KPI from TikTok specifically because she's doing our TikToks and she's not necessarily doing our reels on Instagram. Mm. And so we keep our, we keep our TikTok. Yes, you can repurpose all your content Um, like you could do a long form on YouTube and just have someone splice that all up and purpose that repurpose that across all different channels for us we actually create fresh content for almost everything we will repurpose Instagram to Pinterest but a lot of it is because Instagram is so far behind TikTok on trending audio it's like we just have to go like redo sometimes it'll be the same idea set a different way with different audio but Um, Okay. So we go through that recap, five to six minutes, viral videos, all that. Then we, for the next 20 to 30 minutes, we go into our marketing calendar. And so sometimes in the past, we aren't doing this currently, but we have had like a theme of the month that we pre-planned in our annual meeting. So if there is a theme that month, then we will try to have our content wrapped around that. Like, even if it's women's health in general, we want to be like, okay, let's talk hormone health and let's do a reel on seed cycling. And it's basically what would Becca, our ideal patient, like what content does she want to absorb right now? That would, for us get her into more of like that chiropractic vitalistic lifestyle. And so then we'll go through and we will, we have a whiteboard calendar and we've had it before where we've done like post-it notes too. And each color post-it note is like, these are the reels, these are the TikToks. These are the posts. These are stories. And then this is the live, these are actual events we have in person because we want to make sure if we're out, like we were at Tate Support Collins this last weekend, we want to make sure that we get stories out there at least and tag different businesses that we're next to or people who are coming to our booth and get a picture with them, tag them. Like a lot of it is like making sure you already do a lot in your community, but people don't know if you don't put it out there often. So, and you don't tag those people and get those reshares. So it's just being really intentional with that. And so, okay, we'll go through theme. We'll go through first, the person, the person who's in charge of posts, they are more that person who's great at copywriting for us. And okay. so they will do the Monday, Wednesday, Thursday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, cold lead, warm lead, hot lead post, and they already have it planned out. So they'll go through and they'll, it'll be in a certain color and we'll know those are our post colors. And they'll say, okay, on this date, I'm going to do this. I was thinking because it's Father's Day coming up, I want to do this, you know, like they'll have more reasoning behind it and then sometimes the marketing team can give a couple more ideas or maybe we should feature this patient in that because they had xyz so it's nice to have all of our brains on it but one person came up with like the plan of that and then they copyright all of that Um, and then we have that can also lead our blogs So we have blogs on our website. So we want to make sure that what we're putting out on there is aligned with our theme or some of the content that we're putting out on social media. And then we can add that to usually our blogs are going in stories. We're not as big on them going into our posts. And then let's see in internal marketing campaigns that we have going on. We just want to make sure we're getting that on our social media too. Like we're bringing in um, next Monday, a tap truck. That's going to have like it's parking outside our office and it's super cute. It's going to have, we're a big beer community, like we're the original craft beer community. I would say New Belgium was started here. And so it's going to have a local craft beer, a local root beer, and a local kombucha. And so our patients can come and just like have a beverage with us during our afternoon shift. And so, yeah, we want to make sure like we're getting that out in our newsletter and then also having like those links on social media and then having that marketing around the office too. So it's just making sure like we've, spread out and proliferated our marketing throughout internal, external, social, all of that. Um, So this is the time when we're going through that with a marketing calendar too, and making sure our blog topics are all pre-planned out there. And then announcing any external events too. We will go through Pinterest on here, Mm -hmm. newsletter ideas. So for newsletter, we only send out once a month, but we Mm -hmm. actually write our newsletters. So we're like, okay, what's happening next month? It's this person's birthday. It's um, this doctor's doing this training, like yeah. just for them to get to know us more too. We'll put yeah. that in there. But then also, you know, like we've got the tap truck coming, like make sure to save the date and come yeah. in the state for this. And then so. announce we have perks partners in the community. So we have perks partners. Like if you go to, we have this local ice cream place. That's incredible. It's called the churn little man ice cream is down in Denver where they're chiropractors. And so if you show your swipe card from impact chiropractic, you get 10% off your ice cream there. So in the summer, you know, like the month of June, we might be like, don't forget perks partner of the month is the churn, which you can do it all year long, but it's just kind of reminding them, like, look at all these perks you get by being an impact practice member. Um, So we'll do a perks feature to make sure that we're getting that on social and then whatever our product of the month is to having that. So everyone knows what it is getting a display up and then also figuring out like, Oh, let's say it's a Theragun. Okay, let's do some like demo videos in a reel of how to use a Theragun. Like if you have whatever, if you're struggling with your runner and knee pain or whatever, our community is super active where we live. Yeah, yeah. And so is our ideal client. Um. Okay, and then we have another um, team member who will then present all the real ideas for the month and assign people to them. We used to have it pre-planned out for the month, but now with like trending audio, yeah, we'll have our yeah. ideas ready Of, like, the education and the content we want to put out there, but sometimes it won't be like two or three, two years ago, whenever Reels first came out on Instagram, we would be like, oh, this is a trending audio. I've got to do this voiceover to it. Where now we can put more like education in there and then just like decrease the sound and have a trending audio in the background. So, yeah. 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 There's, There's more flexibility in that, which is kind of nice too. So that's what we're doing now where we used to have reels every single day going out to where reels are two times a week right now, maybe three times a week is what we have. But then we want to assign and get team members in because it's like, sometimes you need multiple team members in a video if we're trying to make a point or there's something we're looking to do. So or you
0: need a model or yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so that's nice because this is our time to be like, Hey, so-and-so can I grab you on Wednesday during lunch and we can film this. And you can just like bulk get video content filmed or photos or whatever it might be. And then we have another team member who will then present their TikTok ideas and help assign people to that as well. And then with Pinterest, really, we just make sure that we are pinning our Instagram posts over to Pinterest. So mm-hmm. we're not creating new content for that at all. And then YouTube, we used to have a lot of YouTube content going out I for me. I thought a lot for a chiropractic office. Maybe it's not a lot for, you know, actual YouTubers, but, um, that was great. Cause we would have like, especially with kiddos, like primitive reflex work. So we can now send patients. Let's say we've done like, like the little paintbrush, primitive reflex exercises that they can just do at home. We yeah. can now customize their care for home care and be like, here, this QR code goes to this this exercise we're recommending. And so it's kind of nice to just have that all done now and on YouTube where we're not creating a lot of new content because that doesn't need to be recreated. Um, And then the next 10 minutes, we go into more of like the doctors who are announcing like their outreach event for the month, Um, any groups that they're involved in. Like we've got a bunch of different, like NOCA Women in Business, the Socialites Club. There might be a nonprofit event that we're going to. We wanna make sure we're like, oh, I'm going to this gala we're going to donate a silent auction to this. So we have a table for this. and we just make sure like this is happening this night. Let's get some photos and video and some stories up for that too. And it just holds the doctors accountable too, to continue to get involved in the community. And then we also have had a podcast. So we just, um, we haven't started our new season in 2023, but we did in 2022 and it was called impact after hours. And so it was our doctors. And so we had all different topics on there. And so In our marketing meeting, we have a spreadsheet that goes through what the topics are pre-planned, but we didn't always want like six of us on a podcast, right? So we'd be like, these two or three doctors are going to do the podcast we're recording on this day. Here's the topic and it goes out this day. So we just made sure we stayed organized in that by incorporating that into the marketing meeting too. Um, And then each doctor will go over whatever story topics they're going to share for the month in two minutes or less. So they'll go through and usually have that more connected to the theme too, or things that are like upcoming events, that sort of stuff. And then the remaining time, we just kind of game plan. So everyone solidifies their to-do list and then doctors plan like their days and time for recording or like CA, whoever's involved in the meeting too, will plan all of that out. But we just want to coordinate if multiple people need to be together. And then the docs will document any to-do list items that they might need to get to the person in charge of newsletter. Because sometimes it's like we might want specific things that should come from a doctor going to the person who's writing the newsletter or blog posts, anything like that. So we just make sure we've got like, we're not just saying all this stuff and not executing. It's like, here's our game plan for execution at the end of it.
0: Yep. Okay. I have so many questions. Okay.
1: (laughs) That's like the gist of what a typical marketing meeting looks like. But what's cool is it used to be 90 minutes once a month and we're down to 60 minutes because everyone comes prepared. Everyone's like, here's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Here's like all my follow-up because like I said, knowing my audience as well as I do, I know most people don't have the size of practice you have or business. Mm -hmm. Like if they're just like a virtual, you know, one woman show health coach or whatever, but I will say, I think the root of all of this, the common thread that I've seen, and I know I'm privileged. I know that this is like, not everyone has this ability, but I, the common thread I've seen is the people who typically drag their feet on hiring help are the people who struggle. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So you taught in the very beginning, we talked about integrators, Mine's and OBM, online business managers, same thing. If it were not for Carolyn, I would not have any of the things that I have because I would just have a lot of fancy ideas to talk about. Yes. And when I first hired her, I did not have the money to hire her again. I realized like, I wasn't worried about putting food on the table, right? My husband was in the military and he had insurance and I was in medical sales before I came into this. So I had socked away a pretty sizable nest egg from being in medical sales and knowing that I couldn't do that Mm long-term. So I went into my business day one, like this is a long-term game. This is a long play. So I wasn't, to me, that was an investment in my business, hiring Carolyn when I couldn't, really didn't have, I had the revenue to justify hiring her. Maybe most business coaches probably would have been like, but I just knew I had these big grand visions and I wasn't going to be able to accomplish it without her. Yeah. Let's kind of put your take off the marketing hat for a minute. And let's talk about Mm -hmm. like the CEO hat. How do you advise women? Cause I know you have a mastermind as well. Like, how do you typically advise those people who are in that point who on paper are like, Oh, I don't have the money to hire, but like chicken
1: or egg. Right? You know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think it's first going back to like looking inward at yourself and figuring out like what do you like doing? Cause mm. if you like some of this creative stuff, I do actually like content creation, but now I'm doing it on my own for like personal brand. And I'm I told you before I'm big on TikTok. That's what yeah. I'm into. Um, and not as much Instagram and definitely not Facebook and stuff. So for me it's like, well, I actually really like XYZ. So I think I'm gonna keep that on my plate, but what do I not like? And then hiring, I would say. If it's not a human being, because to me, bringing someone on your team is incredibly important to make sure you have the capacity to mentor them and set expectations because you could just bring someone in and just assume like, oh, they know how to do all these things. And definitely in social media with how quick it changes, if they're not in it, don't assume. And so that's why I think getting either hiring someone, you could start lower. Like like I said, I had a CSU, which is our university intern that was paid, but lower dollar pay compared to if I brought in like someone who is like a marketing contractor, right? And their hourly rate, but you could bring in someone who's in-house and then have them join your program and get the proper training in your program. And that's going to save you a lot of money compared to maybe someone who's going to be a high level marketing agency, right? Yeah, Where we, you we bring in a contractor.
0: Honestly, we try to steer people always they're like, Oh, eventually I'll have, I'll hire you. I'm like, no, that's not my goal. I don't want, like, we're happy to run your Instagram. We're happy to, we have filled in gaps for people too. And they're like in the middle of like, Hey, I just hired a CA. She's not going to be trained for three months. Will you run my account until I get her trained? And then they'll join holistic marketing hub. And I, I literally had one of my clients. She's like, wait, but then I have to pay her to take your course. I'm like, yeah, (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, but also it's, like it's Cairo trading. hours, I don't know if all Cairo's are like this, but a lot of Cairo's that I work with have Cairo hours, which are are part-time hours for normal human beings. Like if your CA is working less than 30 hours a week, give them these extra hours outside, like assign them when these hours are, don't just be like, Oh, go do this at home. Like come up with a structure and a plan. You are the boss. You are the owner. You are the CEO say, okay, we have Tuesday mornings off. Tuesdays from nine to noon is going to be your content creation time. This is when you're going to be in the hub. First, you're going to absorb all the content. And then here's the expectations of this many posts a week on this platform. And, and then I want you to first show them to me and then let's make sure the hashtags are appropriate and then I will approve them. And then eventually you're on your own because I know you already know what you're doing, but it's like setting up like a 90 day program with them and getting them there. But Also, like, don't just go hire someone cold off the street that you don't know you can sustain that income either, because these are human beings we're talking about. Like they depend on income from your practice. So I agree, like you need to spend money to make money, but like you have to be committed to, you can't just Mm -hmm. think like, if I, you know, it's just like weight loss, like, oh, I go and hire a personal trainer. (laughs) They're not going to lose the weight for me, you know? And so just like you hire someone who says they can do social media, doubt it. I mean, like a person, I mean, like someone from Indeed, I'm not saying like, you know, an agency no, or like I your completely. company, someone from social media that you're going to bring or someone from Indeed, that you're going to bring in house to your social media. They're gonna be like, uh yeah, like I, you know, spend a lot of time on there. And it's like, but you don't know strategy. You don't know actual like marketing on social media. You know how to absorb content. But then also like what keeping in mind, I hired a 19 year old she put out 19 year old content. Like I had to uh-huh. gen Z content and I had the way that she wrote, you know, the way she wrote. So that's why we've divided things out where it's like sometimes, yeah, you might want a doctor especially if you have specific niche and you want certain certain messaging on there. You might want a doctor to have partake in that but also like you and I have talked about you want the general public too. It needs to be readable. It can't just be Cairo words, you know, that right. are like I have no clue what this means being a lay person who's never been a chiropractor. So it's nice having that balance, but also remembering who you who you do bring in or even your CA, if they're 22 years old, they're likely to write content that they're interested in for the 22 year old population. If that's your ideal patient, great. But if it's not there's gonna need to be some altering and that's where you have to commit to that mentorship time too. But yeah. yeah, I think there's a good combination, especially with like the hub. You don't have to train them in all this stuff. Thank God you've got, they've got you. To be able to update them on, cause it is never ending and change. Like it changes yes. constantly.
0: Literally 9 PM last night, my daughter and husband, like they have this video game they play together, which I think is hilarious. Cause she says <laughs> like, anyway, and so I was literally like, I had my hub slides printed out. I was rewatching my video and I was like making notes. Cause I have to update it constantly because it's constantly changing. So, yeah. But going back to like, like I said, like the chicken or egg scenario, Is there like any type of, I want to say litmus test, but like when you're mentoring other people who are like, oh, I don't know if I can afford to hire or like, I don't know. Like I don't, or the other one is like, I don't have time to hire. Right. Like if you're already really busy, the last thing Mm -hmm. you're like, you know, that it'll help you to hire someone, but like the thought of adding that one extra layer, you're like, so know, is there? I didn't prep you on this. I'm sorry. I'm no, playing.
1: that's okay. I would prefer, <laughs> I, I always appreciate not being prepped at all. Like, I would much rather be on panels than like give a talk I have slides for. So, yeah. um, yes. So, I think there's other like multiple components to that too. It's like the CEO aspect of if you don't have time for that, like, what else do you not have time for? Like, where are you sacrificing yourself? Because bringing on people and having a support system, if that's in your vision, because some people like you know, I could understand if I was introverted, I might not want that. I might not want to practice my size. Right. But so knowing yourself and knowing what makes sense, but also if like, this isn't in your wheelhouse, but you know, you're going to help more people to me, it's your, it's your vision, you know, and social media is like the quickest way to educate the population, the community about chiropractic and nervous system and like how life changing this is. And And it's also where younger people are. So you're getting to them before they have, you know, problems that might be irreversible at certain points of their life. And so, I don't know, I think it's, first of all, why do you not have the time? So asking yourself that because you might need support in multiple ways because if you're not gonna have time to hire someone to do social media, I am thinking you're probably sacrificing your sleep, you're sacrificing like meal planning, you're sacrificing time with your kids, you're sacrificing time for yourself too if you can't find time to hire someone. And to mentor them, and then also, uh, I don't know. It, it's interesting because the level of chiropractors I work with are um, scaling. So, right. people, docs who come into chiropractic intensive either already have associates or are going to be bringing in an associate in the next year. And so, it's not usually solo practitioner docs. So they're already investing into higher dollar positions. I would say so. Bringing in someone, yeah. to you know do social media. Usually, it's something you can attach to someone else's role in your practice, though too. It's just making sure it doesn't get washed into like patient hours for us. Like you might need to go grab some content during patient hours, but I don't want a team member writing copy when there's patients in there. So it's just really systematizing, time blocking their schedule, but you have to teach them that or you need, or you build up a leadership team. So for me, I've got like leaders, I've got a senior associate doctor and I have um, an office manager and then we have leadership meetings and I will go out and learn stuff. Like I told you, I was just at the Kajabi conference. I'll go and learn stuff and then I'll share it with them and train them. And then they train everyone else. This is, I understand for chiropractors, like high level, because again, people will be like, well, I don't have a team like that, but I just put it out there because maybe you haven't thought about that being a possibility in the future. And if that sounds like it resonates with you, that is definitely a possibility in the future is to grow your team so that it isn't all you. And it's not always you mentoring too, because yeah. But again, the hub, I mean, yeah, to me, I'm like, that seems like a no-brainer for people to just have a CA or have someone in their office, even if they have one team member, or even if they have like a sister or someone, it's like get them trained. You don't need to learn everything unless you want to. And I can
0: look. You can always I have some chiropractors who will email me and say, Hey, can you tell me how much has been completed? Because I can look. Like I can see oh yeah. Um, I can see what's been watched. But no, and just to go back, like you said, what's your vision? I always say, like, what's your why? And when you connect it to that, it always makes it less of a I have to, like then it's more of a I want to, because my yeah. sister-in-law, I have a uh gosh, she'll be one in September niece. And she was like, I learned to breastfeed by watching reels.
1: Mm, and it's like yeah.
0: that has so stuck with me to be like, holy shit, like what we're doing matters. Like you think you're putting out a yes. reel because you have to, because you got to do this thing and it's on the list and you got to check off, but it's like, no, she literally, she didn't nurse my first niece. Cause she was like way younger. And she's my first niece is 10 now. And she's like determined she wanted to nurse this baby. And she literally learned to breastfeed by watching reels.
1: That's amazing. So like, that is some powerful yeah. stuff. And we forget that we forget that yes. as chiropractors or as healthcare practitioners, because what I forget this all the freaking time, I forget what we do is abnormal. Like I forget the choices we make because it's funny. Like my one of my friends just started I too, doing. i not even a carpet. Yeah. Right yeah, here. but like we just make holistic choices and we make more natural preventive healthcare choices. One of my friends just started doing coffee enemas. I used to do coffee enemas very regularly. This probably sounds way out there to some people listening, but, um, but so she was like we came back from Bali. Her and I went on a trip together and she got the Bali belly it's called and like maybe a parasite or something. We're not really sure. Um, And so she started incorporating that with some other functional medicine work that she was doing with a practitioner. And, but she was like telling our whole group of friends about these coffee enemas. And in my head, I'm like, dude, I've been doing coffee enemas since like 2009, maybe. And I was like, but I don't talk about this stuff. And I'm like, other people don't know about it. Like to her, this is like mind blowing or like bulletproof coffee and putting like, putting MCT oil in your, just collagen in your coffee, things that I've just been doing for years that I'm like, wow, put that on a reel things that aren't a big deal to you because it's so natural in your day to day. It is not natural to other people, even like just content of like, I will, because now mine's more personal brand, not as just like chiropractic, it's not my chiropractic office anymore that I'm making content for. I'll just like record, do one of those time lapses. When I get to my office Monday and I am time blocking like my day, like I go through my, I have a CEO planner and I go through it and I just get like, here's everything for today. And here's what the time blocking is going to look like. And I have it sped up time. And then the amount of DMs I get, I'm like, I need to sell a planner. Like, because everyone's like, which planner do you use? Do you have the link? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, all I did was record myself doing something I was going to do anyways.
0: So I always tell people, I'm like, what supplements are you packing when you travel? What's in your diaper bag? Like, yes. You know, people love that stuff. Love it. Like it always performs
1: well. Always. It's like it's just what you already do. You don't yes. need to recreate, but we don't realize it. I mean, I'm, and, I'm very guilty of having well, no if, clue that's special to other people.
0: Yeah. and It's like I said, the last thing, because like I said, I know my audience really well and I know uh, the The word that gets used a lot is overwhelmed, or like I, I get a lot of um, I've been bad. I'm so behind. And I'm like, stop. I'm like, no. Or yeah. I'm not tech yeah. savvy. I'm like, we get to believe the stories we tell about we tell about ourselves, right? Like, mm-hmm. if I went to go try to adjust somebody, I'd probably paralyze them. Like, it's okay that you don't know about marketing, right? Like, you can right. learn, or you can get support and. Just what you do is so important. And when you take all of these quote to dos, like if if you're like listening to Dr. Elise's meeting agenda and you're like, holy cow, oh my gosh, it's so much. Like, but think about it from like my best friend, my college best friend. She's been listening to me rave about chiropractors for, you know, how long? And about two years ago, I finally was like, I'm over you complaining about your migraines. I'm sick of it. I'm not going to listen to you complain anymore. I love you. I Googled my uh, chiropractors, Birmingham, like, anyway, I don't even remember. And like, she went and guess what? She has not had a single migraine. (laughs) Yeah. And so I'm like, what you do matters. You are literally changing people's lives and you're doing them a disservice. If you aren't spending the time carving out the time Mm -hmm. to market your services.
1: Or honestly, just to pull your phone out and record what you're already doing. Oh my gosh. You know, it does not need to be mind blowing right away. And it's just doing something. Like, I think that is what it comes down to. And just to backtrack on like the marketing meeting agenda, my goal is to fire hose people. Like that's how Cairo Intensive, that's the reason I put intensive in the name. Like I want to fire hose so much at people for tangible, because the last thing I like is absorbing content where I'm like, you didn't tell me anything. I just have to go buy your product, right. Mm-hmm. To do anything like, Oh, that was a bunch of great stories, but I didn't actually get anything tangible. I can take away for me. I want to be like, here's a ton of stuff. Don't like, if you're overwhelmed, that's okay. Like I kind of expect that I want to overwhelm you, but I want you to be able to not be to overwhelm where you paralyze yourself and you don't do anything. I want you to be like, you know what? I could do that one thing. And that one thing could be your gold nugget. And that's all you needed to like, just get your feet moving and get comfortable. You know, it's like, you just have to warm up to some of this stuff. You don't need to do real stories posts, especially when I bring up cold lead, warm lead, hot lead. Whoa. Like the amount of people not doing, no one does that really like 1% of people do that. Right. Uh But it's, I'm at the level where I have enough team members. I can do that. You don't ever need to get to that level. Does that make a big difference? probably not a huge difference, right? The The consumer doesn't know like, oh, I'm reading this for someone who knows nothing about chiropractic. Oh, I'm reading this because I'm a hot lead and I met them at this event or I follow these things and, and I'm a hot lead and this is going to make me click and take action. But I was, so I was listening to the marketing wizard. Is that his name? Wizard Academy, Roy Williams, I think is his name. He was at a conference. I was at a couple of weeks ago and he's old school marketer, like kind of in a Jay Abraham. And he was talking about, he's like, okay, if someone asks you like, who's the best hairstylist in the area? Someone just moved to the area. They're like, where's the best place to get sushi or whatever? Um, where would you, how, where would you go to find your recommendation? And everyone's like, Google, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I'm thinking like, I do a lot on TikTok. Like TikTok is my search engine. Cause I'm like, if I'm going to Denver for brunch, like I right. love, like, I love a good brunch. I'm on there and I'm like, best brunch places in Denver. It's way better than Google. It's like, you're seeing the yeah. video, you're seeing the food, all of that. And he's like, false. You go to your brain. Ah. Like think about if someone asks me like who's a good hairstylist I'm gonna go straight to my hairstylist or someone I know you know like if it's something I don't do like if I I don't know if I didn't obviously I'm a chiropractor but if it's someone who doesn't know who who doesn't see a chiropractor they would go straight to who comes top of mind they're not gonna go Google that for something they're gonna be like I see impact everywhere I see impact on my social media I follow them I've never been there so we get referrals from people who aren't even patients because they see how much content we put out they see us in the community even if they're not out in the community, they see us on social media that we're out in the community mm. and we know certain people, there's like that trust built because they know someone who comes to us. And so it's like automatically, yes, you can be the top of Google. Yes, you can have a ton of followers, but I don't know. It's just kind of like being top of mind in someone's brain is the most important yes. search engine. Okay.
0: And I that's why I always say like, you can't, we had a client one time who was like, my team says that it's the same content over and over. I'm like, right, that's on purpose. Like it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like the same stuff because you have to beat people over the head. Um, new research in Forbes says 21 times, they have to see something. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, on you talked about KPIs and the thing about marketing in general is it is kind of hard. Like there are hard KPIs you can track. Obviously you said mm-hmm. you use a special link, but it's not always like, it's not hard and fast, right? There might be like, I scrolled past a post. I didn't like it, comment, follow anything. I just saw it, whatever. Uh, and then I saw it again, whatever. Then I saw it again, whatever. Then like my best friend's like puking because she has a migraine. And I'm like, Oh, you know what? I think there's this place. It's like, I don't remember. I think it was like impact maybe. And then like, maybe they Google it. And then maybe mm-hmm. they call you from there, but but yet like the original was them their friend seeing you on Instagram. Yeah. So I'm trying to tell people it's not always as straightforward as like, like when's the last time you drove past a billboard and you're like, oh, I'm picking up the phone and calling that person and you're like, hi, I saw your billboard. Like, I wish right. it could always be that straightforward, but it's not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So I have some people who are like, I don't know if my social media is working. And then I'm kind of able to like, look at stats on the back end, and I'm like, ah, uh, you're getting a lot of like brand awareness is kind of this weird ethereal stat that you can't track, yeah. but it's definitely what keeps you top of mind.
1: I agree. I agree. And I will even being a chiropractic clinic that has a lot of all organic followers, a lot of followers, I would say for our area. And yes, we try to track those links and it is more helpful on other platforms than Instagram. I would say yes. um, like TikTok, <laughs> it is easier YouTube. It's like they watch a video, they click, they they were not, I don't know that those seem easier, but Instagram, it's like, That's where we have community. I would say a lot of people who just follow us for years and watch our stories. So when we do meet them in person, they're like, Oh, I've been following you guys forever. Or I came to your wine, women and wellness event, or like they've, we've been planting seeds forever. That's why I say it's like a long game. Like this is the longest way to court someone ever. And so (laughs) like expecting immediate results. Yeah. If you want to go and run Facebook ads for $19, blah, 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 blah. I don't do that. I'm not saying like you can't do that, but you're going to have those $19 patients coming in versus someone you have primed for how many years possibly on social media, but they know, like, and trust you and they're, they're ready. Once they get in, they're ready. They're ready. You know, I think that's just, you have to be patient. You definitely have to be patient.
0: Um, the last few things I want to touch on before we hop off are your Instagram stories. Owen and I want to talk about collabs. So Instagram stories for whatever reason to me are so easy. Like they require no thought they require like zero prep, but I still have a lot of clients who struggle.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know what to put in my stories. And I'm like, to me, it's like the lowest lift. Literally. It doesn't matter what's on your stories because behind the scenes, look, how do you handle like what's planned versus what's kind of more that like authentic? This is behind the scenes
1: every because our doctors are mainly the ones who have a day of the week and then on Fridays one of our CAs will do kind of like fun Friday where she'll have like the little microphone and she'll be like what did she say I'm never there on Fridays she said but I always watch them they're cute they're fun like I want to watch them it'll be like um what was something she'll like have a topic of the day and she'll like just catch them off guard like what um, your favorite song you're listening to right now or what's something that you thought as a child was true but turned out not to be true and she'll do it with each team member and so each story is just like her being like Today is Friday blah 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 is this and then quick on the spot with each team member which is really fun to watch that but then it depends on the personality of who's running the story so like I will have more analytical doctors who are very prepared and like, they don't sound scripted, but they're, they're ready. Like what they're putting on their stories. And sometimes I have some of them who like to have Canva posts and it's like in their stories, they'll do Canva. Like here's, what did they do yesterday? We had, we had a, we've had rain. We've yeah. had rain for like 10 days. Yeah. Rainy it was like,
0: day joints.
1: Yeah. Rainy day joint stuff, whatever. And so it's like, they just got that all in Canva and then had stories out for that. But then people screenshot that. And for me, stories, I agree. I like the behind the scenes aspect of it, but who's watching our stories are more, our hot leads; those are hot yeah. leads watching our stories. So it is kind of like um, making sure we're like we are talking to them as well, but we don't sound like we're trying to sell them. Yeah. It's more like get to know us. But here's some like free tips you can bring into your life. So if you never come in, you learn from us. You know, I would say I've made
0: more money from my stories than I have anywhere else on Instagram.
1: I agree. I same with me for consulting and stuff. I would yeah. definitely say it's like it's it's funny because you I've seen like memes or whatever people post, like I get 62 likes on a post, but 500 of you are watching my stories. So like people will watch what you do, but not support what you do or like some sort of like takeaway like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, Yeah. Um, So the last thing I wanted to talk about was collabs. So this is a big one for us. So how we teach, we don't teach the cold, warm and hot lead posts, but I love that. I just listened to, um, do you follow Jordan Gill system saved me? You'd love love her. She just did a podcast episode on like problem aware product aware. And I don't remember what the other one was, Mm. but, um, it's really similar to kind of like the, like the different like awareness levels. So like one might be like, I'm aware that I have back pain, but I don't know that chiropractic is the, is the source and like, or not the source is like the fix. And then the mm-hmm. next one is like, I know a chiropractor can help me with back pain, but I don't know which one to go to. It's like the different levels and sorry for the vitalistic people. I know you hate it when we talk about pain, but (laughs) it's such an easy um, example to use, right? Right. Yeah. But how we teach things is a content ecosystem and our content ecosystem isn't like content pillars that you would be like, oh, okay. Um, Pregnant moms and breastfeeding and colic and like that all falls under our educational theme or like your core evergreen then mm-hmm. we have a whole, we have five other themes and I'll um we'll make sure it's linked in the show notes that kind of touch on, and it's not meant to be like a Monday is theme one, Tuesday is theme two. It's not like that. It's like, if you were to, to, to zoom out and look at your body of work as a whole, are you meeting all of these different like ecosystem yeah. points? One of those is community referral, like that type of um content. And that mm-hmm. is so often missing. Because um, we like to hide behind our educational posts, we're like,
1: oh, I can share yeah. a
0: tip, yeah, yeah. And like, but one post we have that does really well. If you need an example of one, and and it's harder to do if you're in a small town. But we have a carousel that's like people who could be on your birth team, and it's like one carousel is the doulas, and the next slide is the um, lactation consultants, and the next slide is the pelvic floor PT or whatever, and then you're tagging all those businesses, yeah, in the caption, and then they're re- resharing. Or we've had like, um, we had a client do like, here's why we always recommend, here's why we recommend having a doula during labor. And then like they, the video went to the doulas that they recommend. And so it's like a collab reel and it lives on both people's feeds. yes, yes. Um, so I don't know if you kind of want to speak to how you use that collaboration stuff in your marketing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I really like that idea on the carousel too. Yeah. That's a great idea. So we do different, so collab tests can mean different things. So we've got like the collab, the actual Instagram collab will, where it will go to both pages. Mm-hmm. You can only do with one other business right now, right? Yes, you can only yeah. do with one other page. Um, So we will do that between our two locations sometimes too. So like, that's sure. kind of great. Cause we've got Impact Loveland and Impact Fort Collins. And so we might have posts that just make sense for both. So we can collab on that or like a real. Yeah you know, you could do the reel where you toss something and then the next person does this and then you toss and yeah. it's like, you can kind of see everyone's face that way. Um, so it could be for fun or it could be purposeful too. But then we have, I'm trying to think cause I've done this more personally. Like I just did this with Lauren, she slays and not even like for any reason, honestly, except we were both together at the Kajabi conference yeah. and we just yeah. both, it was cute. So we both posted on there. There wasn't a lot of intention behind it, but how we've used collaborations before that was a tool on Instagram is what we called collaborations where other, partners or other businesses in the community that our ideal patient would frequent. So like Becca, our Becca, it's funny because we're prenatal and pediatric, very highly qualified doctors, right? But our ideal our ideal patient is not a mom. She, we want to get to them before she gets pregnant. We want to help okay. her with a healthy pregnancy, fertility all of that. So we want to right. get her body prepared for pregnancy. So ours is Becca, she's 30 years old. And then we've got like the gym she goes to, she goes to Kava and Mod Market. And we've got like where she's going for lunch and like what her whole lifestyle is like. So where she shops, the boutiques in town that she shops with. So then we can go and be like, okay, here's the top three boutiques that Becca shops at. And we go and we're like, oh, well actually the three boutiques we primarily have on there really do have a lot of followers, but we might look at like different um, gyms, boutique gyms, she would go to or Pilates. And we're like, oh, This isn't to sound rude, but it's like, oh, they only have like 500 followers. It might make sense for us to go to this other yoga studio that has 2,500 followers. And then so that it's more of an even collaboration, but then we'll do a giveaway. So our collab is with local businesses and then we'll have that collab post go out. But what's hard is if we do more than one business, because we will have like Mother's Day giveaway and a photography session and a massage. And, you know, like maybe four of us who go in on like more of a package for mom. And we can't use that feature fully. So that's where I'd say like, sometimes that holds us back. But if you're just doing it with one other business or partnership, it's great to use that feature. But otherwise we'll do collabs where it's like, okay, like all of these businesses, tag your friends. And then we will put everyone's name in for a drawing of like you. If you tag four friends, you get four entries in there. And then each of your friends gets an entry in there and then you draw. And so like, that's like more our giveaway collaboration. And then we used to do more collabs with live. So we haven't done that as much. Our lives just never, I don't know, kind of started to feel like what can go. And that was one of the things we felt like we could let go (laughs) of. Yeah. 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 But that was kind of cool because I will do that for Cairo Intensive. Like when we open enrollment for Cairo Intensive, I'll have our coaches on a live. And so like all of their followers, all of us are on there and then people can ask us questions and you can bring them in on a live too. And so that way it's like broadcasting across a lot of us. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of cool to be like, here's a Q and a, here's like office hours. So you could still do something like that in your practice too. But so collab does, is just like really what collaboration yeah. means working with other businesses, but the collab part of Instagram is super cool, but it can only be with one other, one other yeah. Instagram account.
0: One thing we've done, and we've only had one person take us up on this. So I don't mean to be like, we're like these geniuses who have solved like this, but um, it was with the doula example. They were actually really particular about how their feed looked. So what we did with them, and just in case you're wondering if that really matters, it does to a certain extent, but not to the extent that this person was concerned with.
1: (laughs) And it doesn't on TikTok. That's why I like TikTok. It's it's, not curated. Do not curate on TikTok.
0: But even on Instagram in 2023, like nobody's really like, anyway. So um, what we did was we gave them the Canva template link for the carousel. And then they put their own branding on it and then they posted it themselves on their feed. Cool. So it's not like a necessarily collab in this, sh- like, you know what I mean? Like the traditional sense of Instagram adding a collaborator, but then they were still able to use the content and it lived on both people's pages. It was like a cool. little more of a workaround. Um, yeah.
1: You know, but, okay. something else I will quickly say what I did with collab was I we have Shields, which is like, I don't know if that's just Midwest and out here, but Shields is like this huge store that has like a ferris wheel in it and like just you can buy so much stuff there you could go there they have a fudge shop they have yeah a little bowling alley like a lot of stuff in there and then you can just buy stuff um and i made i had my kids in there and i just literally made a reel and it was super cute and i just put them as a collaborator i was like well at least they'll see it they approved it yeah and so uh, yeah i was like you could start doing like some realtors in town will do that too. Is like they'll go, They have come into our business. We've had a couple of realtors who are like, "Can we feature Impact on our page for like around town?" Or we have like a, a visit Fort Collins page that wanted to feature us. Or Life in NoCo, it's called, featured us. And so we'll do collabs with them. But they're the ones, I guess, who have sought us out. Um, but they just act like we're featuring a business, but really they're trying to get our followers. But we're going to get theirs too. You know? It's, yeah. Yeah, I definitely say the look. Yeah. That's I cool. I mean, like I've been doing. Totally with-
0: with perfect patience, like they, and they asked me, they're like, you can add us as, co- as a collaborator and then it goes on their page. Like, it's great. Cool. And, and, and yeah, there's no harm in doing
1: it. They can just decline it if they don't want it on their page. So it right. exactly. could be doing that. If you're going into your favorite coffee shop in town and you make a little reel out of it. And it's something that is like content they could use that. It's not just like chiropractic. Yeah. If you're just <laughs> like, oh, taking time for yourself, self-care, oat milk is a great alternative, whatever, you know, is aligned with your put it on there and then just tag them as a collaborator and it might just say, cool. I'm
0: going to add that. Um, Dr. Elise, thank you so much for your time today and tell people how, so at the time this is airing your, do you call it a mastermind?
1: Um, it is, it's not fully, it's kind of a mastermind. So I have chiro intensive, which is a 90 day. Yeah. Business mentorship, mastermind. Um, we get into cohorts. It's more like a high level, um, business entrepreneurship program, if you're looking to scale and grow your practice, it's for you. And if you're at a level where you already have doctors in your practice, it's definitely for you. Um, But we go through a lot with like wealth building and um, entrepreneurship in there. And so it's just for 90 days, fourth quarter every year. And then our live event is more of the live mastermind. And that is the first weekend in December. So that's coming. Yep. We start launching August 1st, and then we will start the program September, I think 14th, whatever that Monday is right after labor day.
0: So we didn't talk about this, but I get to meet you in
1: October. I'm yeah. Yeah. WDC.
0: Yeah. Um, so I run the W the women chiropractors page. Um, so I'll be at that conference. I won't be at mile high. I don't think, I mean, I need to look, I don't know if I can, but you'll be doing both right. Mile high. And yep. WDC,
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. That'll be fun. It'll be fun to meet That's you in right? person.
0: Okay. Yeah. And having, how, where's the best place to find you and follow you?
1: Um, Instagram, Dr. Elise Sprigney, or chirointensive.com if you're interested in chirointensive. Okay.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Elise. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to holistic marketing simplified brought to you by holistic marketing hub, our hybrid program that supports you with personalized coaching, caption templates and virtual classrooms. In this program, we teach health and wellness professionals how to fish, but we also bait their hook. Head to holisticmarketinghub.com to learn more and use code PODCAST for $100 off. And hey, you know how every podcaster at the very end of their episode asks you to rate and review their podcast? Well, that's because it's super important. These podcasts take a lot of time and heart and effort to produce to bring you free information. So in order for me to be able to continue doing that, we need more people to find out about the show. So if you could, please just take like two minutes out of your very busy day to leave me a rating and share this on your Instagram stories and tag at Molly A. Cahill. That's C-A-H-I-L-L. I would greatly, greatly appreciate your support. I truly appreciate you so much. I know your time is valuable and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.